Hello and welcome to Inside Modular, the podcast of commercial modular construction brought to you by the Modular Building Institute. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Offsite Construction Expo, sponsored by the Modular Building Institute. Visit OffsiteConstructionExpo.com today to join industry speakers, exhibitors, and attendees for the next virtual expo of 2020, this time aimed at the East Coast and Mid-Atlantic regions on November 18th. Now anyone can attend for only $199. Register today at OffsiteConstructionExpo.com. Welcome everyone. My name is John McMullen and I'm the Marketing Director here at MBI. Today I'm joined by Reese Kane and Brock Elliott from Horizon North. Reese and Brock are here to talk about the rapid rise and the need for affordable housing across Canada and how Horizon North is meeting that demand. Reese and Brock, thanks for calling in today. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. So uh, tell me about yourselves. Reese. why don't you start? Hey, uh, so I'm, I'm Reese Kane. I'm the sales director here at Horizon North. I'm based in, uh, in Calgary in Western Canada, and I focus on uh, projects, uh, multi-unit, multi-story housing projects, hotels, senior student workforce housing type projects here in uh, Western Canada and Central and Western U.S. Very good. And Brock? Yeah, thanks, John. Thanks for having us here today. Uh, my name is Brock Elliott. I'm the Director of Projects for Horizon North. So in my role here, I oversee both our project management and construction departments. I'm actually based in Kamloops, uh, British Columbia, where we have our most large-scale manufacturing facility right on our doorstep here. So, uh, Brock, I'll stay with you. How did you get into modular construction? Yeah, I was, uh, I've been almost exclusively in the modular industry in my career. From university, I went to work with a, with a company at the time. It was called Northern Trailer here in Kamloops, British Columbia, who predominantly provided modules for oil sands and mining and, and more kind of industrial focus at that point in time. Northern Trailer was subsequently purchased by Horizon North. So I went to work with Northern Trailer from, uh, from kind of my point of graduation at university and uh, I've been uh, I've been here ever since. It just transformed into into Horizon North and continued to grow, and we continued to kind of change the product lines that were going through our manufacturing facility. So I was almost uh, born into it after university. Nice. And Reese, how about you? Uh, yeah. So I've uh, I've been in modules for about seven years now. Originally, I joined uh, a company. It was an interesting role that was. The company was a, a new startup looking to utilize uh, steel shipping containers for modular construction projects. Uh, so it was a, a really interesting process uh, using steel modular um, and, and the repurposing of shipping containers, which I found fascinating. So that was my sort of entry into the industry and um, you know, got involved with MBI and, and, and have subsequently had experience with, with some smaller scale wood frame manufacturing uh, company and, and now with the, with the big guys here at Horizon North uh, for the last year or so. So it's been uh, a fascinating time. I, th- I think the industry is, is super exciting and a great place to be right now and poised for some uh, some interesting years ahead. Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. How about uh, Horizon North at, itself? You guys have been growing, uh, particularly with the recent acquisition of NRB and some other companies. How did the company find itself in the position it's in today? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting story, actually. And I think Brock sort of touched on it before where you know, here in, uh, in in Alberta, there's a big oil and gas industry and, and the manufacturing facilities were originally set up to provide uh, you know, workforce um, camp-style infrastructure for for that for that that industry and mining and forestry. So we have a really good backbone of of manufacturing and and, and building modules. Um, 
a few years ago, the, the leadership, uh, Rod Graham and, and Joe Kiss, really recognized the opportunity within Modular as, as sort of that increasing interest in, in using Modular for multi, multi-story housing and, and hospitality projects. So, you know, Rod Graham really spearheaded that growth and, and the Modular Solutions Division was born, um, say, five, six years ago here at Horizon North and has, and has grown um, significantly since um, the last couple of years. You know, obviously, you mentioned the NRB acquisition out east. Uh, which gives us uh, a pan-Canadian uh, presence with two factories in the West and one in the East uh, with, you know, Calgary Plant 2. Um, and then, you know, in the last sort of this year, there's also been um, a merger with, with Dextera. So it's it's an even bigger company offering different key services, including modular solutions and also workforce accommodations and forestry and facilities management. So it's an interesting time and Horizon North is extremely committed to the modular industry uh, with NRB. Um, NRB is the modular side of the business and, you know, not just growing the company, but also growing the industry. So. Mm-hmm. I've seen that uh, both Horizon North and NRB have been quite active in the affordable housing market. Uh, that all began, uh, I think, in Vancouver. Can you talk a little bit about the, that city's modular program and how that served as a, as a jumping-off point for the company? Yeah, sure. I'll take that one on, John. So, um, you know, essentially, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about Horizon North's involvement as, as the design builder. So Horizon North was awarded the design-build contract for the project was called 220 Terminal through a competitive tender process in late 2016. Uh, this project was the first temporary modular housing project of its kind in BC. Uh, the intent was to be a pilot project and kind of any subsequent work that would be similar to, to this pilot project would be fully dependent on the successful execution of this project. So it was a three-story uh, modular housing facility comprised of about 40 modules right downtown Vancouver. Uh, we had roughly a six-month contract to completion timeline and a little less than three months from the point of starting our foundation to the point of having the building ready for occupancy on site. Uh, the site was quite challenging. It had some contamination issues, and so we had to come up with, with some real creative ways to put the building on the site and still comply with building code. So we came up with some ideas like a relocatable foundation system and other reloc- relocatable components to overcome that. So anyways, through all of these challenges, the project was successfully turned over in February 2017. At the time, the initiative was essentially to solve homelessness, uh, and that initiative was one from the mayor uh, at the time, Gregor Robertson. So the, the pilot project was a success, and you know it was a proven concept at that point in time, uh, and uh, Gregor Robertson kind of carried on that as an as a item on his political agenda from there going forward. That's really cool. Uh, that that pro the program I think uh, then became the basis for a modular platform across British Columbia uh, through BC Housing. Can you talk a little bit about that program and some of the work you did for it? Yeah, you bet. So since the successful completion of the pilot project, uh, we did get uh, the province got a fair amount of traction on their modular housing program altogether. So since that completion in in early 2017. Horizon North has successfully completed over 40 similar projects throughout British Columbia, uh, and I really mean throughout British Columbia. We've completed projects in Vancouver Island, uh, downtown Vancouver, Kamloops, Kelowna, Grand Forks, Dawson Creek, really east, south, west, north, you, you name it. We've completed these, these modular projects throughout BC. Uh, they range from a two-story or a one-story, two-story, three-story, four-story, and up to a five-story uh, building so 40 of them to date 
And kind of over the course of these 40 buildings, the design of the, the building has been progressively elaborated considering uh, feedback from the operators, clients, and municipalities as well. So the buildings have become you know, more efficient in terms of better for our manufacturing, better for the end user and the operator. Uh, and also just over the years, uh, much more energy efficient with the implementation of step code requirements here in British Columbia. It sounds like you guys have been busy. I know modular affordable housing has become a hot topic all over Canada. Uh, I, I know the, C, uh, the CMHC recently released their rapid housing initiative, and, and you guys work all over. So tell me what Horizon North is doing in Toronto now. Yeah, so as Reese uh, mentioned, uh, NRB, our subsidiary in Ontario, was awarded to design-build modular projects, and essentially they're, they're piggybacking off of almost exactly what was done in the city of Vancouver and the province of British Columbia, which made you know Horizon North and NRB the perfect uh, supplier design builder for these projects given that we've been there and we've done it so you know we essentially took what had been done in in Vancouver conformed it to Ontario building code and the, the requests of the the city of Toronto and the operator and the end users uh, so we are actively working on two projects there uh, one is actually being craned this week it's a three-story supportive housing facility or affordable housing facility at 11 Macy in Toronto uh, and the other one's still in our manufacturing facility in Grimsby Ontario so they are also pilot projects. We're certainly hopeful that we see more of them, but uh, you know, heavily dependent on the successful execution of these two jobs. And so far, they've been uh, extremely successful, and we've had great partners in the City of Toronto and Create TO and, and you know, the City Real Estate Management Division. It's, it's been really enjoyable. So proven concept in BC, bring it to Toronto and, and prove it there is really what's going on. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, what can you tell me about the, the modular buildings themselves? What is it about their design and construction that makes them really ideal for affordable housing? Yeah, it's, it's specifically the, the modular component that makes them ideal. I mean, there's a rapid component to, to the construction, to the requirement. And the, the government's expectation or the city's expectation in this case is that they are built rapidly. So with modular construction, we can fabricate off-site while we're completing on-site work, such as the civil and foundation, saving months on the schedule. So, you know, what, what is really beneficial uh, about the design and construction is that they're modular. Uh, you can complete these, these condensed timeframes that are required to satisfy, you know, our, our end user and, you know, hopefully get some, some traction and more rapidly resolve the affordable housing crisis. Mm -hmm. and, and what's the... Yeah, we... I'm sorry, Reese. I cut you off there. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in there, John. I mean, it, you know, in terms of what we've created, is it's it's very much a repetitive, scalable approach, which works very well for this, you know, this type of project. So, you know, there's a proven baseline design, you know, standardized modules, and it's sort of a sweet library. So, no matter where we're building, you know, we have those templates. We can quickly design something, and it's the same every time, you know, for for, for the factory in, in terms of you know what the factory requires. Um, for, for you know those economies of scale and the fast track production, um, we've done a lot of work to really get the design nailed down. So you know we're creating really good, high quality projects. You know these feel like homes. We're putting a lot of work into the way that they feel and you know the way that they look. So it's it's a great program uh, and affordable, supportive housing. You know in general is is a really good fit for modular because of the scalable approach and the rep repetition through the building. So. What's the what's the reaction been to these buildings in the communities where you've built them? Yeah, the, I can kind of speak to that from the from the aspect of the the design builder. I mean, typically the 
the client uh, upstream of us is the one that handles the community consultation and would get that kind of feedback. Uh, but, I mean, it's been fairly positive from our perspective. Uh, people are very happy to see how quickly this can, can be completed on site and how minimal the disruption actually is with modular uh, construction via the stick belt construction. We're on site less, you know, there's not all the material deliveries that you'd see for, a, you know, a typical conventional construction site. So they've been very happy to, you know, know that they're only sitting beside a construction site for, for three to four months as opposed to what might typically be somewhere upwards of, of 12 months. So the, the method of construction itself is very, very positively received because it is minimal disruption. Yeah, yeah, there's a few sort of tactics that Horizon North employed. One of, the, one of them is that we typically build a modular show suite um, that's transported to, to the community prior to construction. It's, it's totally um, complete with the interior fit and finish so that, you know, we, we, people can go and look through and, and there's lots of community consultation. That's a really effective um, process. And then also a lot of the developments that we've done in Vancouver have been typically limited to around 50 units. So it limits, you know, sort of the number into the community because, you know, you will face nimbyism in, in the different cities. You know, mm -hmm. the, the conditions in Vancouver are very similar to, you know, lo lots of cities across North America. So I think that's an important part. I mean, BC Housing, you know, if you look on their, their website, they did a survey and I could just read, you know, just quote a couple of things off there. But 94% of residents remained housed at their modular supportive housing building six months after moving into their units and 84% of survey respondents reported improvements to their overall well-being. So overall, you know, very, very uh, successful projects and well-received in the community. Definitely, definitely. And speaking of, of other cities uh, in North America, Reese, in my last interview, I talked with R.C. Alley. He's at AO Architects about a project you guys are working on for the city of Los Angeles. I was wondering what you could tell me about that project and how does it relate to what you're doing in Canada? Yeah, yeah, great, great question. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of our experience in BC, it's, it's very, you know, very well recognized and, and it's a very good model for, for the province and has been very successful. When we're looking at those conditions in the different cities, Denver, Salt Lake, you know, Seattle, into, into California and L.A., they have the same issues with, you know, construction schedules, municipal approval timelines, cost of construction, access to trades, and, and effectively getting these projects built in a timely and cost-effective fashion. So as we, as we look south of the border and into these different areas, we want to bring our experience, but we don't want to just say, hey, this is what we've done. Do you want to take it? We want to really look at those conditions and work with local architects, local developers and not-for-profits and understand what their requirements are specifically and then try and bring our experience to the table, the lessons learned we've had over the couple of thousand units we've built over the last year or so to try and develop, you know, projects and programs within the different cities. So I think LA is a great example working with RC um, and the AO team um, to really, you know, we've identified a site and we're looking at, you know, the ways that we can fast track because if there's a city in, in, uh, in the US that has a serious homeless housing issue, it is, it is down there. So we'd love... You know, we're really starting to do some more work. I mean, you know, Brock mentioned what we've done in Toronto. Toronto is one of the largest, fastest growing cities. So, you know, they're starting to take take it and do it. So it's a, a really good showcase. So I'd encourage anyone listening listening into the podcast to take, you know, sort of see what's happening. There's lots of media around it and, you know, talk to us about how we can help bring that program into the specific city that you are looking at. And how about other cities in North America? What, what can be done to remove barriers and implement similar programs for affordable housing? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting question. I think Brock sort of talked about it earlier in the sense that, you know, Horizon North NRB 
modular. We're, we're the builder. You know, the, the modular industry, we're part of the modular industry. And what we need to do is step up when the city puts out that initiative. So in Vancouver, you know, the mayor was very active and wanted to find ways to, to solve the homeless crisis. You know, BC Housing, which is the provincial authority that provides, you know, the, the housing and that distributes the funding, you know, they create the program. And what Horizon North is gives a credible and viable option to, to help deliver that, that program. So as cities and, you know, across North America really start to look at it, you know, and the MBI is doing some wonderful things to promote, you know, to help promote the industry. And there's lots of other companies uh, doing it. There needs to be, you know, the, the modular industry needs to be recognized as a viable solution. We need to be credible. We need to have, you know, facilities available that can, you know, so that there's competition in the market. And we can all sort of standardize and build similar products, right? It's not the Wild West where everyone's sort of doing it differently. There's mm-hmm. lots of standardization and repeatability within the industry. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that, that that's how I see it. Brock, I'll turn to you for a second. What does 2021 look like for you? Yeah, I mean, for us, we're just excited about the trajectory of the modular industry. I mean, we, we've seen it continue to evolve from, we talked about it here today, from a pilot project in Vancouver to over 40 buildings alone in British Columbia to the pilot projects that we're completing in Toronto. So we've just continued to see it to evolve and the trajectory go up and up and it's it's exciting. So, I mean, 2021 is hopefully us capitalizing off of that trajectory and continuing to expand the areas in which we work. And in particular, we have a significant interest down in, in the States and, and bringing a similar product and similar philosophy down there. So, we, you know, we're, we're hopeful that the trajectory continues. I'm sure it will. And, and you know, we're looking to, to capitalize off of that. Uh, well, uh, thank you both. Uh, I really appreciate your time today. This was a uh, relatively speedy interview, but it sounds like you guys have a lot of uh, resources and knowledge available. Uh, I know the issue of affordable housing isn't going anywhere, but it sounds like there's big things happening in Canada. So I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Thanks, John. Our pleasure. My name is John McMullen, and this has been another episode of Inside Modular, the podcast of commercial modular construction. Until next time.